Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Section 17 of Report of the President's Commission on the Assassination of President Kennedy, the Warren Commission Report. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Report of the President's Commission on the Assassination of President Kennedy, the Warren Commission Report, by the President's Commission on the Assassination of President Kennedy. Chapter 4 The Assassin Part 6 Eyewitnesses At least twelve persons saw the man with the revolver in the vicinity of the Tippett crime scene at or immediately after the shooting. By the evening of November 22, five of them had identified Lee Harvey Oswald in police lineups as the man they saw. A sixth did so the next day. Three others subsequently identified Oswald from a photograph. Two witnesses testified that Oswald resembled the man they had seen. One witness felt he was too distant from the gunman to make a positive identification. A taxi driver, William Scoggins, was eating lunch in his cab, which was parked on Patton, facing the southeast corner of 10th Street and Patton Avenue, a few feet to the north. A police car moving east on 10th at about 10 or 12 miles an hour passed in front of his cab. About 100 feet from the corner, the police car pulled up alongside a man on the sidewalk. This man, dressed in a light-colored jacket, approached the car. Scoggins lost sight of him behind some shrubbery on the southeast corner lot, but he saw the policeman leave the car, heard three or four shots, and then saw the policeman fall. Scoggins hurriedly left his seat and hid behind the cab as the man came back toward the corner with gun in hand. The man cut across the yard through some bushes, passed within twelve feet of Scoggins, and ran south on Patton. Scoggins saw him and heard him mutter either, Poor damn cop or Poor dumb cop. The next day, Scoggins viewed a lineup of four persons and identified Oswald as the man whom he had seen the day before at 10th and Patton. In his testimony before the commission, Scoggins stated that he thought he had seen a picture of Oswald in the newspapers prior to the lineup identification on Saturday. He had not seen Oswald on television and had not been shown any photographs of Oswald by the police. Another witness, Domingo Benavides, was driving a pickup truck west on 10th Street. As he crossed the intersection, a block east of 10th and Patton, 
he saw a policeman standing by the left door of the police car parked along the south side of tenth benavides saw a man standing at the right side of the parked police car he then heard three shots and saw the policeman fall to the ground by this time the pickup truck was across the street and about twenty-five feet from the police car benavides stopped and waited in the truck until the gunman ran to the corner he saw him empty the gun and throw the shells into some bushes on the southeast corner lot it was benavides using tippett's car radio who first reported the killing of patrolman tippett at about one sixteen p m we've had a shooting out here end quote. he found two empty shells in the bushes and gave them to patrolman j m poe who arrived on the scene shortly after the shooting benavides never saw oswald after the arrest when questioned by police officers on the evening of november twenty two benavides told them that he did not think that he could identify the man who fired the shots as a result they did not take him to the police station he testified that the picture of oswald which he saw later on television bore a resemblance to the man who shot officer tippett just prior to the shooting mrs helen markham a waitress in downtown dallas was about to cross tenth street at patton as she waited on the northwest corner of the intersection for traffic to pass she noticed a young man as he was quote, almost ready to get up on the curb end quote, at the southeast corner of the intersection approximately fifty feet away the man continued along tenth street mrs markham saw a police car slowly approach the man from the rear and stop alongside of him she saw the man come to the right window of the police car as he talked he leaned on the ledge of the right window with his arms the man appeared to step back as the policeman quote, calmly opened the car door end quote, and very slowly got out and walked toward the front of the car the man pulled a gun mrs markham heard three shots and saw the policeman fall to the ground near the left front wheel she raised her hands to her eyes as the man started to walk back toward patton she peered through her fingers lowered her hands and saw the man doing something with his gun quote, he was just fooling with it i didn't know what he was doing i was afraid he was fixing to kill me End quote. The man, quote, in kind of a little trot, end quote, headed down Patton toward Jefferson Boulevard, a block away. Mrs. Markham then ran to Officer Tippett's side and saw him lying in a pool of blood. Helen Markham was screaming as she leaned over the body. A few minutes later, she described the gunman to a policeman. Her description and that of other eyewitnesses led to the police broadcast at 1.22 p.m., describing the slayer as, quote, about thirty, five foot eight inches, black hair, slender, end quote. At about 4.30 p.m., Mrs. Markham, who had been greatly upset by her experience, was able to view a lineup of four men handcuffed together at the police station. She identified Lee Harvey Oswald as the man who shot the policeman. Detective L.C. Graves, who had been with Mrs. Markham before the lineup, testified that she was, quote, quite hysterical, end quote, and was, quote, crying and upset, end quote. He said that Mrs. Markham started crying when Oswald walked into the lineup room. In testimony before the commission, Mrs. Markham confirmed her positive identification of Lee Harvey Oswald 
as the man she saw kill officer tippett in evaluating mrs markham's identification of oswald the commission considered certain allegations that mrs markham described the man who killed patrolman tippett as quote, short a little on the heavy side end quote, and having quote, somewhat bushy end quote, hair the commission reviewed the transcript of a phone conversation in which mrs markham is alleged to have provided such a description a review of the complete transcript has satisfied the commission that mrs markham strongly reaffirmed her positive identification of oswald and denied having described the killer as short stocky and having bushy hair she stated that the man weighed about one hundred fifty pounds although she used the words quote, a little bit bushy end quote, to describe the gunman's hair the transcript establishes that she was referring to the uncombed state of his hair a description fully supported by a photograph of oswald taken at the time of his arrest although in the phone conversation she described the man as quote, short end quote, on november twenty second within minutes of the shooting and before the lineup mrs markham described the man to the police as five foot eight inches tall during her testimony mrs markham initially denied that she ever had the above phone conversation she has subsequently admitted the existence of the conversation and offered an explanation for her denial addressing itself solely to the probative value of mrs markham's contemporaneous description of the gunman and her positive identification of oswald at a police lineup the commission considers her testimony reliable however even in the absence of mrs markham's testimony there is ample evidence to identify oswald as the killer of tippet two young women barbara jeanette davis and virginia davis were in an apartment of a multiple unit house on the southeast corner of tenth and patton when they heard the sound of gunfire and the screams of helen markham they ran to the door in time to see a man with a revolver cut across their lawn and disappear around a corner of the house onto patton barbara jeanette davis assumed that he was emptying his gun as quote, he had it open and was shaking it end quote. she immediately called the police later in the day each woman found an empty shell on the ground near the house these two shells were delivered to the police on the evening of november twenty two barbara jeanette and virginia davis viewed a group of four men in a lineup and each one picked oswald as the man who crossed their lawn while emptying his pistol barbara jeanette davis testified that no one had shown her a picture of oswald before the identification and that she had not seen him on television she was not sure whether she had seen his picture in a newspaper on the afternoon or evening of november twenty two prior to the lineup her reaction when she saw oswald in the lineup was that quote, i was pretty sure it was the same man i saw when they made him turn sideways i was positive that was the one i seen End quote. similarly virginia davis had not been shown pictures of anyone prior to the lineup and had not seen either television or the newspapers during the afternoon she identified oswald who was the number two man in the lineup as the man she saw running with the gun she testified quote, i would say that was him for sure end quote. barbara jeanette davis and virginia davis were sitting alongside each other 
when they made their positive identification.